Now, how would you feel if your boss wanted the right to ask if you've received the COVID vaccine? Well, nearly 60% of employers want to be able to do it. That is according to a new survey carried out by CIPD Ireland. Well, to tell us more, I'm joined by Mary Connaughton, Director of CIPD Ireland, the professional body of human resources. Uh, Mary, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, So the employers who want to be able to ask their staff about their vaccination status, are they happy enough just to ask the question and take their employee at face value or are they looking for proof too? Well, what we found is, um, as you say, 58% wanted to know if their employee was vaccinated, but a smaller proportion, nearly 40%, wanted to request proof of vaccination. But interestingly, there was, uh, you know, nearly a third who said they didn't feel they should have any rights in this area at all. And so what is their attitude then if a staff member decides, well, I'm not going to get the vaccine? Well, um, if they know that whether or not people have been vaccinated, um, half of employers wouldn't take any, wouldn't use that information in any way. There wouldn't be any conditions applied. But for quite a number, 38%, they would expect employees to continue working from home. So they wouldn't want them coming into the workplace. Um, and if they did have to come in, um, they may be segregated. Now, there was an interesting small number who felt they would have to put employees on unpaid leave if, if, if uh, they didn't know they were um, vaccinated and working from home wasn't viable. But that's only a small percent. And, you know, are there any rights or uh, guidelines in place in this area so far for, you know, an employer or an employee? No, although it's mentioned in the um, protocol on working safely by the government and the HSA, there isn't really any guidance. The real challenges around this, Stephen, are around the discriminatory impact of treating non-vaccinated people um, different from vaccinated people. So, for example, we know that vaccinations are being rolled out by age, so that's your first um, challenge. But also people may not be vaccinated based on their religion, based on their principles, based on a medical reason. So it's a very difficult area to actually do any action in and what we were we thought was good to see that most would not apply conditions if people weren't vaccinated or let them continue to work from home which are both sort of reasonable appropriate responses yeah and as you say and i think we've already seen cases in the u.s where workers are saying listen i'm not going to get the vaccine but it's for a medical reason or it's for a particular religious reason um, and you know employers they are potentially opening themselves up to claims of discrimination so you know what could employers who decide maybe you know a vaccine a non-vaccinated person can't come into the office. Are they in maybe a bit of a tricky area? They certainly are. Um, I mean, we may see it tested here um, in the coming months. And that was why we had asked the questions about the legal right to know and things like that. Because what's happened in the UK in the last week or so is they have brought in um, the right for certain sectors, so particularly the nursing home sector, to require their frontline carers to be vaccinated. Now, that's immediately going to cause problems for that sector, because in the UK, they'll have a lot of people who um, are from ethnic minorities who may not be vaccinated vaccinated and people who have um, migrated into the country um, and so that they run a real risk of resourcing and being able to um, serve provide the service that they need so as well as claims of discrimination Um, but there have because there's legislation there you'd be actually challenging the government legislation but without it here I would certainly see there would be grounds for people to take um, claims if they were mistreated or treated differently based on religion or medical reasons around this issue. And do you think we could see quite a significant number of cases? I don't think so. I think we will see maybe a case or two. Firstly, we don't believe many employers will will 
sort of say, let's say, have to dismiss somebody based on this. They will try and find ways around it. It'll have implications for things like social distancing and for wearing masks if you don't know that all your staff are vaccinated. So we'll have implications in terms of the um, maintaining all those social, all those um, physical protections. Um, and I suppose if there is one case, everyone will be watching the outcome of that case. So we don't expect it to happen a lot. But won't be surprised if there is a couple of cases over the next few months. Yeah, and I'm just wondering, you know, for someone who's maybe on a minimum wage, you know, working in a job where they're on the minimum wage, maybe, you know, they can't afford to take a couple of hours off or a day off to go and get their vaccine. We've seen in the US, you know, they've announced plans to give tax incentives to small businesses if they give their employees paid time off to go and get their job. Um, Do you think that's something that maybe could be looked at here? Um, I think it could. In general, what we're finding is that employers are given that time off. Um, so it isn't a major difficulty here. See, one of the issues they're having in the UK is that people are not coming forward for their vaccinations. So hence, they're having to put a whole lot of incentives in place. Whereas here, we've had a very strong positive reaction to vaccinations with the numbers who are signing up and registering. So we're in a different kind of sort of political or medical environment mm. here. Those incentives are less needed. Um, and in general, we're not finding that 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 people are being penalised for for taking the time off for the vaccination because at a societal level, it's something we all believe in. Okay, and you know the government have been talking about slowly bringing workers back to the office from around August. Um, just from the survey that you've done, I think you you talked to over two hundred companies. Um, in this survey, what are the big issues that they're expecting to face over the coming months? Um. The issues that, well, we found um, like only about um, a fifth of companies feel they're fully prepared for that return to the workplace, but a lot of people are putting preparations in place. What we're finding that the issues are around actually coming coming up with the right work design so that people can say work um, some of the time at home and some of the time at work, because we know that's what individuals are looking for. But there's a lot of work to get the people who need to be on site on site at the right times and then allowing people to work at home when they need to work individually. So that's quite difficult and it's going to be a bit difficult because every a lot of employees are going to be faced with decisions they didn't have to make before and that's going to be um, a bit of there's going to be some anxiousness around that. And we also think the workplace is going to be different when people come back to. So you were used to coming in, walking a certain path where you got your coffee, how you manage the lifts, the public areas. Um, your own seating area and for a lot of companies they will have changed so this whole induction process and there'll be a lot of nervousness around that for people coming back so we will see a lot of um, um, you know little issues popping up over the mm. next few months as 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 every organization tries to make this right for themselves because at the end of the day they have to deliver the business and um, we're also noticing that there are some issues where there are some employees who have to be on site and feel they're losing out because they don't have the opportunity to take um, advantage of um, sort of some form of branded working or not having the costs of travel and um, so there will be um, a need to pull people together around the purpose of the company and be very clear as to why some roles have to be performed on site and some roles have more options. Yeah, I think it'll certainly be a bit of a shock to the system for a lot of people coming back to the office after so long away. Um, listen, we'll leave it there. Mary Connaughton, Director of CIPD Ireland, the professional body of human resources. Thanks very much for joining us this morning on News Talk Breakfast. 